The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another exciting episode of Negotiate Anything. Negotiate Anything is produced by the American Negotiation Institute. And with over 3 million downloads and listeners in over 180 countries, listeners just like you have made it the number one negotiation podcast in the world. I'm Kwame Christian, and I'm the director of the American Negotiation Institute. We're growing, and I want to introduce you to our new team members and new trainers. This will give you new and diverse perspectives on negotiation and conflict resolution. And that's why Shane Martin, our head of sales and partnerships, is going to serve as co-host of the show from time to time. We're excited to continue to provide you with the best content that will help to make your difficult conversations easier, both at work and at home. Lastly, our team conducts negotiation and conflict resolution trainings in the United States and abroad. Our trainings will give you the practical skills you need to resolve conflict, negotiate, lead, and persuade with confidence. Click the link in the description below to learn more about how we can make your difficult conversations easier. Lucene, thanks for joining us again. Yes, thank you for having me. It's so nice talking to you, Kwame. Yes, likewise. So for the listeners who didn't get to hear your first interview, how about you get us started by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. My name is Lucine Merabi. I am 38 years old and I'm a professional negotiator. I live in Dubai and I collaborate with a professional negotiation agency called ADN Group uh, with headquarters in Paris. And we assist companies in their complex negotiations any type of negotiation with high stakes, be it hostage negotiation, suicide negotiation, commercial, sales procurement, any negotiation where there are high stakes, we come in and we either train the teams, advise from the background, or negotiate on their behalf. Fantastic. And you have a new podcast. And I have a new podcast. Yeah, I recently launched it. It's called Life Negotiations, where I interview professional negotiators like yourself. And we talk about everything negotiation, but I also try to pull it towards um, how to negotiate with yourself, how to negotiate with life when difficulty happens. How can we help people through the skills of negotiation face everyday life better, easier, more successfully? And that's really what we're going to talk about today, how to negotiate with yourself. So I'm, I'm glad that we have the expert on the topic with us. So. When we talk about negotiating with yourself, what does that mean? Well, whether we realize it or not, we all negotiate with ourselves every single day, several times a day. For example, you wake up with an alarm clock. There's a part of you that wants to jump out of bed and do what you have to do. There's a part of you that wants to stay in bed in this warm, nice, cuddly bed, right? So that's the first negotiation right there, right now. Am I going to get out? Am I going to snooze? And then... We all have these objectives that we want to reach, these goals, and we know exactly what we have to do to get there. We don't have to read another book. We don't need to get a trainer. We know exactly what we have to do, whether it is stop smoking, lose weight, whatever it is. And yet we're not doing it. So that's, again, an internal negotiation happening. There's a part of you that wants it. There's a part of you that doesn't want it. So that is what I'm truly passionate about, like all these inner conversations and inner negotiations. And I want to 
open up a dialogue about it and say, what if we are not just one person? What if inside of us, we have like all these different parties sitting together on a negotiation table and then the one that wins steers our life. So yeah. That's really cool. All right. So I, I love this philosophy. Um, when you think about the different negotiators that could be partaking in these conversations within yourself, mm-hmm. how do you identify them? Well, we all have, I would say, you know, this family of, 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 of ourselves, you know, for example, there is Lucine, the ambitious one, and then there is Lucine, the lazy one. So when these two are negotiating, there's fun conversations happening. And then there is Lucine, you know, you can have your own titles being the, the father, the professional, the brother, the son, whatever. But inside of you, there's also this different parts and then you can add the emotions as well, you know, the one that is fear, the one that has um, anger, whatever it is. And if you start recognizing them as a personality and start also talking to them as a personality, and this might sound completely crazy, but it's coming from experience, you actually start having a better relationship with yourself. Because instead of judging everything that you do, you like allow it to be because there's a part of you that needed that. So, you know, when, when you come home from work and you're super tired and your children piss you off and you snap at them, instead of, you know, go and blame yourself of, I can't believe I did this and I promised myself I wouldn't do that again or live with the guilt, we can quickly go back to the empathy of, you know, I had a tough day. I shouldn't have done this. I'll try to do better next time and move on. So it's the negotiation starts with, with any type of negotiation. The first thing is build rapport you know, build some kind of relationship. So if you do that in everyday life, you can already have this relationship with all these little parts of you so that when you're negotiating, it's more collaborative and there's less blame, less anger, less name calling, and it's just better, smoother, faster, and you get to better results. So I've achieved way more in my life ever since I sat down and I had a proper peace negotiation with myself where you go through the pain and the guilt and everything that you're blaming yourself and you put the guns down and you say, we're going to make peace. We're going to have a healthy dose of forgiveness, of self-forgiveness. We're going to stop beating ourselves up and we're going to have a more mature adult relationship with myself and then go face the world. This is great because really this is a, a, a version of structured self-talk because <laughs> your brain is constantly moving. And uh, the timing of this is perfect. I'm reading a book called Chatter, talking about the internal voices in your head. And oh, they, I love it. I'm going to write it. Yeah, it's really interesting. And what they said is that they estimate that in terms of words per minute, your brain can process in terms of internal chatter with itself about 4,000 words per minute. When you compare that to the rate of speech and the rate of listening, it far surpasses that. And so that's equal to, I think he said, 320 State of the Union addresses. Um, wow. <laughs> over per the course minute. Of, that's over the course of a full day with, um, with the State of the Union uh, number. But the 4,000 words per minute, that's what it equals. So that's an, an astronomical amount of internal conversation that happens that 
happens completely passively for the most part and people aren't yep. controlling it. And so what you're saying is that if you give the different parts of yourself a personality, a name, a face, those yeah. type of things, now you can bring a little bit of order to the chaos and actually have these conversations productively within yourself. Exactly, exactly. I love it that you said to give it the name and I actually give it a name, you know, and I'm when I'm, for example, in my work mode where I'm like very structured and very and and, and sometimes, you know, I make a joke about it like, okay, Excel lady, take it easy a bit. <laughs> so I, I talk to myself like that and I have like 50,000 names because, yeah, every part of you has another and then you take it further. You take it to every part of you is reacting that way because there is a need so you have the words, the behavior, you have the emotions, but behind the emotions, there is a need. And if you cut through the crap of the mask and everything that we pretend to be and everything that we want to show of ourselves and you go straight to, okay, this behavior equals this emotion equals this need, let's go and, and deal with the need. And that is what we do with negotiations, right? You don't negotiate on what somebody says they want you try to dig further and further of, of trying to understand what is the need, what is like the non-negotiable of this person. And then the faster we can do that, the higher the chances of getting to an agreement that is really satisfying all, all stakes. Oh, that's great. And what's interesting is that everybody will have a dominant personality internally. There's one voice that always seems to be louder, but that doesn't always mean that that voice is always correct. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I've recognized the same thing within myself. I, there's the, the ambitious Kwame. That voice is very, very loud. And so it's hard for me to get out of work mode and uh, stop trying to produce. Um, so for a lot of people, turning on is the problem. How can I get ready to go to work? For me, it's turning off. Like how oh, can yeah, I just for me too. chill and be at home with my, my family? And so whenever there's that conflict between, hey, my son is jumping on my head because he wants to play and I'm thinking deeply about the book that has a deadline in 12 days, <laughs> then uh, ambitious Kwame can snap and that's not good. And so yeah. having that internal dialogue helps me to recognize which part of myself I should bring to which uh, life interaction. Exactly. Does your company invest in professional development training? If you believe that your team would benefit from a negotiation workshop, all you need to do is go to our website, fill out the workshop request form, and then we'll set up a time to chat. These workshops are completely customizable and we've done them all around the country. Negotiation and conflict resolution skills are beneficial across all professions, but they're especially useful in procurement, purchasing, sales, sourcing, and contract management. Our calendar is filling up quickly and we even have some workshops scheduled for next year. If you think you might want one, I'd suggest reaching out soon so you don't miss out. Check out the link in the description to learn more. And now, back to the show. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life, a promise that pays off. 
Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we're changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. So come figure it out with me on the Hello Monday podcast. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or NYU professor Scott Galloway on choosing a career. I think the worst advice you can give a kid is follow your passion. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday with me, Jesse Hempel, on the LinkedIn Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. You see, it's not easy, but we all do it all the time. And that's why I'm like, we should we should research this. We should write about this. We should give like a, um, a guide to people on how to have peace negotiations with themselves. And obviously, it's not only just conversations in your head. It's a lot of extreme ownership, extreme taking responsibility of who you are and how you want to be in life and looking yourself in the mirror and being extremely honest. And then there's a part of psychology, there's a part of healing that needs to happen, there's a part of self-forgiveness, there's, you know, it often, it, it can be very painful, but it's so worth the journey. Yes. Okay. Now let's, let's actually break down what this looks like in your head. This is going to be me putting on my psychologist hat to just take a look inside your brain. So when you are having these conversations a lot of times, let's think about it with an external negotiation, there is a process that you will follow. Do you still have a, a process for your internal negotiations as well? Yes, um, I actually gave it a name. Uh, it's Scale Up. Uh, it's only in my head. I've, I haven't uh, shared this with anybody. But it's, it's, it's a process of how do I go from where I am now to where I want to be in terms of a specific goal? Okay. So we can say, I don't know, I want to run, run 10 kilometers every day, for example. You can just say, okay, you're going to start and you're going to do this and you're going to do that, etc. But I take it further and say, no, I want to deal with all the things that are blocking me from doing that. So there's this method that I have in my head, scale up seven steps. S is for start. Just do something, whatever. How many people have ideas? And when you say, what is the steps you've taken to get there? They literally have done nothing, nothing. It's just an idea, like a fantasy. So just start with whatever you can do. And then the C is for comprehend. Understand the situation. It's like when you're mapping the actors in a negotiation table, right? Comprehend the situation. What is happening here? Why do I want this? Why haven't I achieved it yet? Uh, what do I need? What type of information? What type of contact? Whatever. And then the third part is the A for accept who you are today, accept where you are today. And that's where a lot of self-forgiveness comes in. And that's where you have to kick out 
blame because otherwise you won't go very far in life. Now, once we reach the point where you accept the way you are and you accept yourself, I want to take it even further where we go to the L for love. Love yourself. Once you've forgiven yourself, can we please start at least liking ourselves for who we are and having a bit of empathy for all the efforts that we've done for reaching this stage of life where we are now, instead of always being focused on either the future, I should have done this and I, I can't believe I haven't achieved this or the past, I shouldn't have done that and continue with blame. Blame towards ourselves is creating so much unnecessary loss of energy. So start, comprehend the situation, accept yourself, love yourself. And then we go to the action part where the E is for envision. Whenever you think you know what you want, you first have to see yourself doing it, right? There's so much research about the power of visualization, etc. So envision it as clearly as possible. What is it that you want? What do you need for that? And how does it feel to do it and to have it and to be there? So people work with vision boards. I personally don't, but that, but, but, but that works great. You have to envision it. You have to see it. I mean, my internal world is so rich that I don't need vision boards. I see it closing my eyes. But envision it in whichever way you want. And then we go to the action part because this is all an internal process, but then we have to do something, right? I mean, you're not going to manifest just by thinking about it. You have to take action. So the up part of scale up, the ups part is get off of your butt, up and go, action. The up part is you literally get up from your chair and you do something. This is the action part. This is the making it happen part. And through that process, enjoy it and let the you of up be as long as you want it to and make mistakes and fail and try again and enjoy the process. This can be years and years, just enjoy. And the P part is once you've gone through all this and you've um, established a healthy relationship with yourself, you grow through this. And then whatever the you part is, whatever you have done, whatever you have achieved, whatever you have created, that's all fantastic. But if you really want to give it a, a nice finishing touch is the P for paid forward. How can you help somebody else with what you have done? How can you help somebody else with how you have grown? How can you help somebody else with what you have learned on the journey? And then you pay it forward and you start a new cycle. Okay, this is great. So let me summarize really quickly. So S, start. We have to actually start this process, then comprehend, understanding the situation, um, then accept who you are and where you are in your life at this time, and then love yourself, uh, self-directed empathy and mm -hmm. compassion. And then envision, you have to actually see what the outcome that you want to, to materialize in the real world. And I love this one up, get up and do something and then pay it forward because the process will work and you should help other people do the same thing. Nice. And so I think what most people do, maybe we can make up an acronym for this is they start to ruminate. So they start going through all of the things that are awful in their, in their minds. And then they start beating themselves up over it um, <laughs> because they feel yep. bad about it. And then they start thinking about other things deeper in their past. And so they start beating themselves up about that too. And then mm -hmm. they think about the future and then they worry about that. So they, they worry there about what happens in the future. So the acronym for what most people do is rubbub w 
<laughs> yeah, you see, it doesn't work. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. Sound good. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. And you can you can add the C of compare. Co they compare themselves with oh. others. I can't believe this person is so much ahead of me. Or, you know, this person looks better or does better or whatever. Or what would they say? What would people say about me? How would I appear? And all that is holding people back. Whereas in the scale up, it has nothing to do with others. It's you versus you. That's great. And you know what? I, what's so funny is that sometimes you're sitting there looking at other people, comparing yourselves to them and saying, oh, their life is so perfect. And at the same time, they're looking at you, comparing themselves to you, saying, man, if I could just be like Lucene, you know, yeah. what, what's wrong with us? It, and and this, is, this is really, really helpful because if we go back to what we we're talking about with chatter and just how much our brain is, is operating and talking to itself, we're recognizing yeah. that the vast majority of that cognition is not just unhelpful, but also damaging. Absolutely, definitely. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love the fact that we that, that you've given this a, a structure and I can just see it now. Scale up how to negotiate with yourself by Lucene Mirabi. Maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm only sharing this with people who ask. So here you have it. Well, now, for the first time, it's going to be on a podcast. Uh-oh. <laughs> there we go. Well, we'll get some feedback. So everybody, if you like this, give us a, a good review and give Lucina a shout out. And check out her podcast too, okay? <laughs> now, when you think about this whole scale-up process, which part of the process do you think is most difficult for people? I think it really depends. It depends on the relationship you have with yourself. It depends on the personality that you have. Um, for example, I see more introverted people, very good in the first five steps, because that's internal. Um, and it's you with you. And then when it goes into action and going out there and sharing it with people, I mean, whatever you need to get done, often there's someone else involved, right? Um, then they might shy away from, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to do this, if I'm not going to do this, but they love the internal process of thinking about how to making it happen. Um, I, I say that as an introvert. Um, and then the extrovert, they are so much often into uh, interaction with others and gaining energy from others and wanting to do things that the first five steps, they might go like quickly, like, yeah, 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 whatever, let's get things done. So it's good to combine preparation with action is the same on the negotiation table, but don't skip the first part. It's not, it's five and two. So the first five steps is preparation, 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 so that the action part can actually be um, somewhat structured and you know what you're doing. Um, so it really depends on your personality, but I think if, if you let somebody look at those seven steps, they will know exactly which one they need to work on most. And if I have to just based on my experience of having worked with a lot of leaders on, on, on coaching them, I would say the L is the hardest self-love. Mm -hmm. no, Many people makes, are not there yet. That makes a lot of sense. I, I think you'd like the work from um, a researcher named Kristen Neff. All, it's all about um, self-directed compassion. Uh, mm. there's a lot of focus on how to be compassionate towards other people, empathizing with other people, but it's often overlooked how to be compassionate towards yourself, which is important. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Okay. Now this might sound like a little bit weird, but Hey, we're, we're friends. <laughs> mm -hmm. When, when you go through this process, are you thinking quietly to yourself or do you ever <laughs> verbalize it? 
out loud. No. No, I think quietly, but I have massive conversations with myself. And so many times it happened like on a dinner table where you will, you know, something is happening. My family is talking and I'm just having this conversation with myself and, and my children know that now and my husband knows that. So it, it actually happened this morning on the breakfast table. My son asked me something and then I was somewhere else. <laughs> my, my husband says, she's not with us. And they know what that means. So mm -hmm. this dialogue is so real that I actually go somewhere else where, you know, I'm there, but I'm not there. That's how real this is. Yep. So yeah, I might sound crazy. I don't care. Um, it's maybe even crazier than talking to yourself. But again, I don't care. No, that makes a lot of sense. And when you think about the psychology of personality, one of the things that they say about introverts is that they're often more stimulated from the inter the inner world than by the outer world. And so there's a lot of richness happening beneath the surface and you can process quietly internally, whereas potentially somebody who's more extroverted might go through the same process by themselves, but with themselves in a in an, a conversation that is out loud. And yeah. something that's interesting that I've discovered in the last month or so, I've been trying to practice my Spanish. I am trying to be like you, Lucene. I don't have five languages, but I'm, I have one and a half, uh, two and a half if we count pig Latin, but I don't think that's real. Um, <laughs> but I'm I've recognized that when I spend time speaking aloud to myself, in Spanish, my Spanish improves, but then at the same time, I recognize that it helps to organize my thoughts because my mind doesn't wander in destructive, unproductive ways. When I'm actually saying it out loud, I'm, I'm a lot more organized. And so for me, I think it might be helpful to actually say these things because I'll probably be less likely to be self-abusive thinking about loving yourself, right? If I'm actually saying those words, but I might think it, which might yeah. cause problems. I write, I write it out a lot. So that helps too. Yeah, whatever works. You know, the end goal is to go from A to B, to go from you not having achieved your goal to you having achieved your goal and, and then helping somebody else, you know, achieve the same goal or something that you learned on that journey. Imagine if whatever we do, whatever we learn, we help somebody else on the way. Imagine what kind of world we would live in. It would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's why you need to write that book, Lucy. <laughs> you know, in my head, I've already written like 17 books but on paper, not yet. <laughs> Oh, this is great. Well, before you go, I want you to leave the audience with a challenge. So let's say it's somebody who's never really explicitly had this internal negotiation with themselves. What is one thing that they can do to start taking that step? I think the biggest impact will be self-forgiveness. So sit down with yourself, really like make an appointment with yourself where you won't be disturbed, lock the door, um, get comfortable and use pen and paper if you want to, or speak out loud, whatever works for you. And ask yourself honestly, three things that you blame yourself for. So that can be regrets, that can be things that you've done in the past, that can be things that you've not achieved yet. We all walk around with blame and blame is really low frequency, making us sick and, and depriving us from life energy however that might sound to you. So blame, that's what we need to get rid of. And then once you have an overview of that, and that might be painful, but be honest with yourself, what are you blaming yourself today? 
Okay, what are the regrets that you're still carrying with you that are not adding anything into your life right now? And then sit and see, can you forgive yourself? Can you move on? Instead of let it go, which I don't like because it's like action, it's let it be. Can you sit with it, accept it, let it be, and still forgive yourself? So, you know, I made that mistake. I should not have done it, but I forgive myself. I should have made that choice. I didn't do it, but I forgive myself. Based on what I knew back then and the information I had back then and the person I was back then, it seemed like the right thing to do or it seemed like the best choice. Based on what I know now, I see that that wasn't the case. So I forgive myself. And I can promise you, it's such a relief. It's like, imagine you have this backpack that you're carrying in life and that is quite heavy. And for the first time, you're going to sit down, take it off, open the backpack, and you're going to see a lot of little rocks in it. And take one rock out and say, what is this? It's blame, it's guilt, whatever it is that I'm carrying with me. But it's like unnecessary. This weight is not adding anything positive in my life and have a look at it and go through it and then throw it away. Throw it away. You're not going to continue carrying that in your life. So if you can do this regularly, imagine how much weight you can leave behind. And that weight is then creating space for new things, for new people to meet, for new things to do, for new objectives to achieve, for new languages to learn, whatever you want. But it's that internal loss of energy that we have every day because of all the bullshit that we're carrying with us. It's time to let it be. It's time to grow out of it. I love it. This is great. And so before you go, let the listeners know about the podcast, the work that you do, and how they can get in touch with you. Sure. So again, the podcast is Life Negotiations. It's by far not as organized as what you do. I just invite my friends and we have a nice chat and then I put it on YouTube. Um, uh, I am only on LinkedIn. Also, so, you know, I'm not on other social media. I'm not on Instagram or whatever. I'm only on LinkedIn. I still don't have a website. I know we're in 2021. I don't have a website. It will come one day. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn and I try to answer all the messages myself. So there you have it. Fantastic. Lucine, thanks again. Really appreciate it. Congratulations. You've just joined an elite club. By listening to a full episode, you're now officially on the Negotiate Anything team. So welcome aboard. What most team members do is they subscribe to the podcast because that allows them to automatically get the latest episodes of the show. The best things in life lie on the other side of difficult conversations. Keep learning, keep practicing, and keep getting better. Your relationships will improve, your career will soar, and you'll have the confidence you need to get the most out of these crucial conversations. Again, thank you for joining the team. We're excited to have you, and I will see you in the next episode. I'll catch you later.